Police responded to a 911 call. Dramatic video of gun insanity in the Bronx. Police releasing a new video of a person that they are still trying to track down. Defund the police is not the answer. Many people surveyed said they just don't feel safe in the city. It's a shooting outside of a store. This is Bo Deedles. True crime. Police this morning are searching for the person who turned this Harlem platform to a crime scene. A Red Apple Media Podcast Network production. Now, here's Bo Deedle. Welcome, everybody, to Bo Deedle's True Crime Stories. Well, you know, in the news, there's a lot of crime in the news. So today, we're just going to have like an overview of what's going on in our great city in New York and what's happening. Uh, you know, basically, I think one of the one of the biggest issues is is the fact that the police officers that we have there. There was a point when we had only forty thousand police officers. Now you got to remember, the police department facilitates housing, transit. They're all over the place, and normally we had a pretty good influx, even with the lousy salary that we have. But we're losing a lot. We're losing a lot, and they've also said they've also changed the pension system. Used to be that uh, after twenty years. No matter what age, 42 years old or whatever you were, you would be able to get your pension half pay. And then if you got injured on the job, what would happen is you would get three quarters tax free. Now, it's just funny because with my history of being hospitalized 30 times and and, uh, retiring as a detective doing homicide uh, investigations, it's just funny. I was never able to get the three quarters tax free because I ended up breaking my leg, jumping out of a plane with a couple of Saudi Arabian princes in California. I was trying to attribute it to, uh, like, I saw somebody and I jumped out of the plane and then I broke my leg, but that didn't work. So when I went back to the New York City, uh, they told me, well, Bo, you're going to have to work what they call light duty. So this is the game that you play to get three quarters tax-free. You sit behind the typewriter. We didn't have computers then. It was the typewriter. And all you did was uh, sit there for several months. You visit the surgeons. You go back and forth. Then you put your lawsuit to get the three quarters. When I first got there, I said, I, I, I could go back to full duty. They go, we're not going to allow you. I think they wanted me out. I said, well, I'm not playing this game, this uh, three quarters tax free. So I put my papers in. I lost probably a couple million dollars. But you want to know something? Probably was the best break of my life because then New York Magazine, uh, Nick Nicholas Pelleggi's story put me on the cover of New York Magazine back in 1986 and the rest is history. But let's get back to the police officers in New York City. I was very, very depressed and, and uh, I was very upset about Keyshawn C. C- Sweewell, the uh, former commissioner retiring. I had uh, met her at a, again at a cocktail parties a few weeks ago and it was just, she was a wonderful person. I think she was really, really an efficient police commissioner. You got to remember when she came on of job, there were two cops that were killed as soon as she got sworn in. And I think there's about seven other cops, including one cop getting shot in the head after that. So she really came in on the fire and she handled it quite eloquently. And I was in St. Patrick's Cathedral during the funerals and she spoke well. Rank and file really, really liked her. You know, as far as other people uh, who is vying now for the police commissionership, uh, you know, I'm just totally supportive of uh, my friend Eddie and Eddie Coban. It could be the first Hispanic police commission, which would be great for this city. He's my choice. As far as Tish goes, she's a very smart lady. She's very uh, uh, she's very good at what she does, but I don't think she'd play well with the rank and file. I think, uh, how about her as a first deputy? Let her put her fingers into uh, making things happen and getting things done. And let me tell you something. We're still missing one of the most important people that we had on the police department, John Miller. John Miller, intelligence division. John Miller, one of the smartest guys we ever had in the New York City police department. We do miss him. But let's get back to 
to cops that are retiring right now. We're talking about 200, uh, 2020. You know, this is all the advent of a lot of different issues. Uh, the George Floyd effect uh, back in 2020, the pandemic was there, and then the riots. And they weren't demonstrations. They were riots across this country where people were burning things down. People were beating people up. They were robbing stores. And none of them, none of them were prosecuted. The only thing that happened then was they were able to have their ability with the George Soros backing with this Antifa and all this garbage. They were able to run these major cities, all run, all run by these Democratic progressive liberals. Run them into the ground. Go to San Francisco, Seattle. Go to Los Angeles. Go to Philadelphia. Go to Chicago. Every one of these cities are being run into the ground and crime is is all over the place. It's just funny. My friend um, 50 Cent, who I think has a little bit of a sword past, but I like 50 Cent. He actually came out stating that this new bail reform in Los Angeles is going to destroy Los Angeles. Before we get back to New York, let's talk a little bit about Los Angeles. When you're out there and my friends go out there, a couple of my very wealthy friends have security guys with them, and they're told by the police, don't go for your morning walks. This is in Beverly Hills now. Don't go for your morning walks. They're told hands off with all these gang members, what they're doing, if they see someone walking with a Rolex, a nice watch, or in a nice car, they follow them back to where they live. I mean, crime is rampant. But let's go back to the retirements. Uh, what's going on with the New York City Police Department? I think we're down to uh, 30,000 from 40,000 police officers. And it's a, they gave them a little bit of a baby raise, I think, to about $55,000. Imagine trying to, and that's tax, imagine trying to survive with a family of three children on 55000 who you're going to be taxed. And they just can't do it. But the biggest problem is, like I said, is the disrespect that the police officers have on the street, not only from the people that they're facing, but from the morons in the city council that keep coming up with new and new and new official laws. And Jamani Williams, this shake and bake moron public advocate who has no clue. But yet he lives, I think, in Fort Hamilton with security guards around. Yeah, Jamal, Jermaine, whatever the hell your name is, how come you live in a place where you have 24-7 security? All these people have security around them, but they don't want you as people of New York City to have security. And it's wrong. And it's wrong. And now we're talking about uh, again, we have a city council that are coming up with new initiatives. Every day they, they just scratch their head. Oh, what else can we do? Oh, we could defund. They, they, they had a bill in there to take a billion dollars from the uh, from the police budget. I think the police budget was $5.9 billion, And now they wanted to try to take that down a billion. And a billion, I, I mean to me, safety to me, for my family and for all my fellow New Yorkers, mostly minorities, because you become the victims more than anybody. When little five-year-old little boy gets shot in the back and these gangbangers are out there and they, every day we pick up the papers and we see exactly what's going on there. And you want to know something? We have so many, so many issues every day. And it's all about quality of life. When you let these scooters drive around at 50 miles an hour and they're not responsible to anybody, some of them are hitting people. Some of them, they have no kind of regard for any traffic uh, violations or anything. Nobody's dealing with them. No license plates, no registration. And a majority are being run and being used by illegal aliens who don't even have any kind of a license. So if you grab them, you're grabbing somebody that doesn't even speak English and he's delivering food and they're going 50 miles an hour and they're definitely a dead joint. Now we find out about these batteries. They bring their scooters into their apartments and houses. I think we lost about eight people this year with these batteries that are exploding. I mean, we're going really into the cesspool, into the toilet bowl. I, I beg, I, I'm begging my friend, my mayor, 
I'm begging you, please, you have to get more involved. Quality of life is the beginning of it. We have to take the handcuffs off the cops. And certainly the city council now is coming up with new imagination. The new imagination is any police officer that has any interacting any any interaction with anybody, their body cams on all the police officers now. So any interaction, they have to now fill out forms. They don't have enough to do. Now they have to fill out forms immediately, and they have to get them to it. And they're, 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 if there's any investigation they're on, they want to know, and they treat them like children. So getting back to the retirements and quits, they call it. 2020, we had 1,535 either retirement quits. 2021, there was 1,507. And 2022, there were over 2,119. Now we're well on our way. Already for 2023, we have almost a thousand police officers that are either quitting or retiring. That means the level of policing is going down to a real dangerous area. My thing is we have to fund the police department more. We have to bring the salary up so it gets better and the qualifications shouldn't be brought down. Now all of a sudden they've taken out, you don't have to be a college you don't have to have a college diploma anymore. High school equivalency. Now, with this new advent of this new thing where they wipe out your record, they're going to wipe out your misdemeanor record. And on felonies, they're going to wipe out in seven years, wipe out your record, which means they can't even use that against you. So if someone applies to go on the police department and is a convicted felon, all they got to do is say, I was never arrested because that's going to be part and parcel where they can put down on an application because they've been wiped clean their slate. They don't have to put it down. Where are they? the hell are we going with this bull crap? I mean, this is just horrific now. And, and, and it's just going on and on and on. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. Now what we have also... We have the idea of what's going on, uh, what's going on in New York City, and the shoplifting now. The shoplifting is insane. People are going into all these drugstores. No one, no one is stopping them. It's just a free for all, and this is what we have to deal with in uh, in uh, in New York City. And then we have now the most important thing that's out there is this idea about what's going on, what's going on with this with these illegal immigrants into our into our country. Now we're talking about. Ill- Legal immigrants, we're up to some really high numbers here. And we're up to now something like 87,000 illegal immigrants in our, in our, uh, in our, city right now. All the shelters are overwhelmed. Now, what what are we going to do? We just keep on doing it. We keep on doing it. And there's some there's some numbers here. I believe it's, they're talking about the numbers being in somewhere near seven and a half to eight to ten billion dollars a year to feed and bring them. Mayor Eric Adams, I know you talk to God. That's a very good thing. Please talk to God for me too. But you have to talk to the people. We have to stop this insanity. This is not just destroying our city. Now, they don't even want to give them buses from the Port Authority. They give them a piece of paper, how you get to the Roosevelt Hotel. And these people are walking through our city. We have no idea who the hell they are. And all we're doing now is just supporting. Where does it stop, Mr. Mayor? We're up to 90,000 illegals in our, in our city. Where do you say no more? You can't keep 
blaming Washington. Name them by name, all right? Name them. President Biden, okay? It's not Washington. George Washington's long gone. Washington is the name. Biden's the name. And now all of a sudden you have this continue, continue, continue of of this of this bail reform across New York City. And now they want to get it. They want to make it worse. And it's just killing me. It's killing me for the fact that we don't stop it. They're making another shelter. Now I hear we're going to have shelters in Queens, everywhere. What we're talking about is possibly $10 billion this year. You know how much money that is? That's taken away from our other services. And now with our police servicing to really dangerous levels, we can't even get cops to protect the people of New York City. Now we need these cops into these shelters to protect people in the shelters. It keeps going down and down and down. I mean, these are our major, major issues here in New York City. And God knows we have to certainly, we have to certainly check ourselves. Now, this is about one thing, and this is a open letter to Mayor Eric Adams. Mayor Adams, I've called upon you. You could start this off. Again, I stand by. I don't want an appointment. I want to just start with the guns and do the federal law. I said to you many times, I'll be your running back. I'll go to the U.S. attorneys. And we all know about there's one person who is the attorney general who cock blocks it all the time is this Merrick Garland, this fool. And he doesn't want us to prosecute gun convicted felons in the federal courts. You know why? Because it's racist. It ain't racist. If you're a convicted felon, if you're white, black, Asian, Jewish, whatever you are, if you're carrying an illegal loaded handgun, you should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And if we start taking these little gangbangers off the streets and putting them away, I guarantee you it'll turn exactly back where we're supposed to go and straighten this problem that we have across this country. And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And it all has to do with this attorney general who we have in there because he's the one that's driving this. You know, today's going to be a... a, a a podcast again. We're talking about the situation in New York City. I think the crime, uh, the crime issue in New York and across this country, is probably the most trying thing that we're facing in America today. I know we go to the stores, and God knows when you go into a McDonald's now, you buy a couple of Happy Meals or whatever you buy. These are forty, fifty dollars for having a hamburger, French fries for a family of four, and a soda, and then fifty dollars, fifty dollars, fifty dollars, and then look at your bills. Look at your water bill. Look at your electric bill. Look at all your bills. You can't sustain this. When are we going to draw the line and get out of this abyss? Because we're going deeper and deeper and deeper. And who's suffering? The people who are suffering are the normal people that go to work every day. And then all of a sudden, we want to give free stuff. So the hardworking people are working hard trying to make their ends meet. And then when they see free stuff going away to illegal immigrants, and again, I will guarantee you this year, we'll be near 100,000 illegal immigrants that we will be feeding in this city of New York. And Mayor Eric Adams, I know you listen to my podcast. It will go up to $10 billion. So you have a budget of $105 billion, whatever this budget was. You got to tack on another $10 billion for what you've let happen to this city. When are you going to draw the line and say, no more, we're not allowing them back in the city, and let's change. And you know what you should do? You should go in front of that bunch of moron city council and say, look, it, New York City is a city that accepts everyone. We should change that. We have to change it because the people that 
live here don't deserve to be treated the way they're being treated. They're being treated like a second-class citizen. Anybody needs medical thing and you're an illegal alien, you go to the hospital, you get treated. But if you don't have health insurance, you can't be treated. America's first, Eric. You're American, all right? Let's start getting and dealing with this, like starting now. Stop the flow. And anybody who's in this country illegally, they have to be able to be put in a place where they're not treated better than our own homeless. God knows for the last few years, 50, 60,000 homeless in our city, and we didn't do a damn thing about them. We let them on the streets. But now, because they're illegal immigrants, now we're paying $300, $400 a night for them to be here. We're feeding them. We're doing this. When does this stop, Eric? When? Sorry for getting so upset, but I love this city. Look at I have enough money to bail out tomorrow. I could move down to Florida. I'm fighting. I'm staying here. And I'm fighting. I'm fighting for New Yorkers. And there are a few of us left. But I mean, if this is not brought up and this, they just keep kicking the can down the street, this city is the evaporation of this country. New York is the greatest city, like Eric Adams says. But you better turn it around. And we must turn it around. This is not a game. This is not a game. Oh, let's have a good time. I'm not having a good time because I see people who are victims every day. People are scared. I hate bullies. I hate people being scared. Eric Adams, please. I would love to come on board with you in any way as an advisor to you. There's so many things I can help you with. Please listen. I've been calling, texting you. You're not listening. Please. Again, this is an abbreviated podcast. I think it was mostly about the deterioration and the downfall of New York City. And if we don't get our arms around it, New York will be a garbage can worse than it is. Again, please listen to my one tough podcast every week and I my my shows on Tuesday morning and also Thursday morning with Sid. And uh, again, everyone be safe out there. God bless everybody. And till next week. Thank you.